Yo, yo, yow, yo, literally actually filling space with noise because I've got nothing to not say. I've got lots to say. I just don't know what it is yet. I know I believe in myself. When you believe in yourself, by the way, I don't actually believe in myself, but I'm telling myself I believe in myself so that I uh, believe in myself. I've got a feeling that you can convince yourself of things regardless of the fact that you don't actually believe them. But then when you ask that very profound question that I haven't asked yet, do you believe? Who the hell is you? Uh, Because sometimes I think like my voice is me. Uh, Well, I don't actually sometimes think that at all, but now I've said it just then, it does sound like it makes sense. Like what is is me? Uh, In many ways, the voice, I mean, the voice is not the only thing that is the manifestation of the self but uh i guess the hands are i guess everything is but the voice is definitely in my well i guess you could argue that uh me to you as in you listening is my voice so the voice is the carrier of my of my feelings and my thoughts um god i better thought someone screaming at me across the common i mean they were screaming at me so adrenaline is somewhat kicked in now uh, weird the adrenaline the emotion the feeling I remember my son louis uh, in fact he said this yesterday um because he was explaining about something that i can't remember what he explained about i was listening my ad uh don't worry i am developing my relationship with my own son uh but uh he explained to me a time when he and his mum lise uh, my wife <laughs> have to do that there might be a new listener believe it or not with listeners uh, numbers dwindling reducing uh you know is there anyone new coming into this blog i did an experiment a few weeks ago they're not dwindling by the way but they might be in fact i dare say they're well i don't know uh, in fact i'll know tomorrow because i'll tell you tomorrow because i'll have a look at them today i'll look at them properly but um what i've noticed that i did a little mini advert didn't i in uh, a newsletter that goes out to sixteen thousand people across the world uh and uh come to think of it the way i sort of uh advertise myself or the plug should i say uh certainly was as about as tangiated as the plug itself so i always feel like you've got to be truthful rather than salesy uh but now i think about it and ironically now i think about it based on yesterday's conversation is that i had without knowing unwittingly described myself as a horse uh and little was i to know that about what three three weeks later four weeks later i would actually be talking about horses as i did yesterday and if you didn't hear yesterday's one i think it's number 256 assuming this is 257 then um oh shit god there was someone behind me i was runners that's why then um oh my gosh that's totally throwing me but that's fine you need to be able to throw yourself because if you uh if you want to be a radio dj which i would love to be by by the way i'd love to do the 4 a.m to no i'd love to do the 3.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. slot, assuming there is one. There must be one somewhere. There's so many radio stations, uh, and I'm on none of them because I guess I'm not talented enough or I haven't actioned myself to actually get off my ass and actually do it. My friend, by the way, uh, Alex Fox, who uh, who surrounds herself with amazing adventurers at the at the sea building at us two hq although you could argue that us two hq based on the fact that carson is the ceo is actually over in new york although he's the ceo of studios and not the entire group that is the difficulty i have in explaining what it is we do the company is wider than the studios but i often forget that i actually never forget that but i did forget it then now what i was saying was alex i saw yesterday down in the cyber cafe which is the, if you remember rightly because i described it yesterday the area of which we all frequent 
as one under the family roof uh, and have coffee together and talk and laugh etc and uh, Alex told me about the fact that she's now got a gig uh, on Sundays on Radio 1 between 4 and 7 so if you listen between 4 and 7 could it be the, wi- the women's hour that would be three hours though but anyway I think she said it was women's hour or she had just been on women's hour just then uh, so she was already on the women's hour which would have been Monday or Tuesday or whatever day I saw her I think it was Tuesday so it was Monday she did it or maybe I don't know my god detail meals doesn't matter you were taught this by nobody but you have learned this it suddenly struck me the other day that you are not taught uh, you are not taught as a this is a bit bizarre uh, but you know you go to war let's assume first world war and I would have had to have gone uh, and the second wouldn't have been particularly useful, but I would have had to have gone, I guess, being the age I am. And uh, it strikes me that if you do anything, you kind of learn before you do anything. So let's assume I'm going to drive a car. I don't just take my test uh, without having ever gotten a car. And you're sent to war and to kill people, clearly. And you're, I don't think, I'm not, I'm not aware of an experiment where uh, you British soldiers, or any soldier for that matter, although I'm sure there are some in the world, uh, who are given who are sort of tested first to see whether or not uh, their reaction to actually killing another human being uh, is, well, is okay. I mean, I'm suddenly going to war with someone. Uh, Yes, I've shot targets all the time, uh, but the targets strikes me again, uh, no pun intended for the strike, uh, that it's not the same as actually the emotional reaction to actually knowing that you've just ended someone's life. And I dare say, I'm sure if it was a major issue, that a lot of people freaked out when that happened. And God knows what carnage that produced on your own side. Anyway, now I've gone down that story, which I felt like I needed to get out, and now it's got out, I'll never need to reference it in my head again, hence it's clear, it's clean. But talking about learning, what was I talking about? Why was I talking about it? I can't remember. Well, there we go. That's why I assume you listen to this, because... For for a split second moment, although they seem to be about 30 minutes ago at the moment, um, I'm able to kind of almost play out your brain in your ears via my own talking, tangated talking. Now, what I was talking about, oh my God, slow it down. My hand is freezing, by the way. Absolutely freezing. What are you scared about? That's what I was going to actually end up getting to. Should I uh, not have any sort of beautiful starters that, uh, that are interesting enough? Now, I didn't have any starters, although I did, but I've obviously forgotten about them. So sorry for leaving you in a cliffhanger with whatever it is I started, but I actually can't remember. You could argue, I do, that, you know, me cleaning out my brain hasn't entirely worked because it's, I just, I've come to get to know, get to use, to get to whatever, I can't even remember that, that I'm not as clever as other people. I'm always amazed by people who are able to vocalise their thoughts in a really constructive, simple way. Usually, actually, not even a simple way. Sometimes it's so unsimple, but it just mesmerises me with the, the sheer madness of the way they put all these words together. I can't do that. Uh, and, you know, that's a constant... Uh, look, I'm excited by being me. I wouldn't want to be anyone else. I'm not sure why anyone would want to be anyone else, really. Although, well, actually, I can completely imagine why that. But, um, you know, I have a way about me, and I believe in the way I, I believe in. I believe in the way I am. Uh, and, you know, clearly there's a very small audience of people who are interested by the entertaining uh, narrative that is the blog. But, my gosh, when I have to do a big talk, and next year I've committed to to a company that I will get out there again and and regain my rightful place in the world. Uh, that's just me trying to um, pump myself up 
Uh, I'm already going to Brisbane in May, end of May, June, 28th of May. I'm going, flying to Brisbane all the way down there. They're actually paying me, although not me, remember the foundation, uh, the Creative Empowerment Foundation that we are starting. It's going to the commission, the Charities Commission as we speak. Don't tell anyone though. Um, yesterday, I got told off from the board. Now, when I say told off, that's what I love. Like, you own a company whereby you surround yourself with amazing people on the board who are, do not feel in any way and they should never feel it. If you've got a board which is full of people that will not feel they can stand up to you or say things, then I... Well, well, my opinion would be that that's not a good board, but your opinion might be different. And who's to say I know anything? And I don't know anything. I know what I know. And I actually know the most that I know is that I don't know most stuff. Now, uh, I... Uh, look, I didn't get tail off at all, but, you know, I, you could argue one would, and they certainly did, that I jumped the gun, per se, in terms of acknowledging that we are going down the B Corp route. Now, uh, too early to everyone in the company, and also anyone who bothers to look at the Instagram that I hardly ever use anymore, because I'm so over-social for this week, bear in mind, that means I'll come back strong next week, I know it. And uh, I like the fact that Kath sort of said, look, she felt like, you know, we didn't discuss it at the board quite high level enough, and that uh, me, and I'm going to take Sinks with me on this journey of, uh, of being told off uh jumped the gun and he certainly backed me up on that and uh look i'm just i haven't got time to look i know they all know we all agreed we we're doing it but perhaps there's a better staged way of doing it getting more answers first because obviously when you sent when we told everyone on the studio uh, and the and the entire company a lot of questions reigned in and of course did i have the answers no i didn't but it doesn't matter that's the way i play look if you join us too you're owned by two total muppets and there's benefits and major downsides to it as well amazing hey Amazing, hey, yeah, well, not that amazing. Now, good, the amazing thing is actually that I've now completely fucking forgotten again. The set, oh no, that was it. Um, that was actually it. I now know what it was. Do you ever get that? But you don't know what it is. So right now I'm circling in my brain uh, some sort of, there's a hole, it's empty. It's like a, it's, it's funny enough, ironically, the exact room that I would love to actually work out how to hire. I would just like to hire a room somewhere in London, because I live in London, for the entire day where I can just go on my own, get really jacked up on, on breakfast and coffee, and just listen to music. So it needs to be a studio with like acoustically strong in order to be able to listen to, listen to love music all day, really, really loud, knowing that no one else can actually hear me because I want to be able to feel like I'm in my own little bubble. This, may I add, is why I want to do the radio DJ. The idea of being encapsulated in darkness, which is why it's important it's 3.30 in the morning, which is why I love the morning so much. Now I love, by the way. That was it. What do you fear? That was the thing. I knew, and the reason I say that is because I fear not being up in the early in the morning. This is why, and I'm very proud, a year and a half, I know I've said this before, but actually now is actually a year and a half because I remember going on holiday and I remember having that first not glass of wine in my life, in my life, in my life is my wife um uh, or certainly it's gonna i'm gonna attempt to make it more of that anyway now uh and not so much focus on work although at the same time i fucking love my work so much at the moment and people can tell it by the way so yesterday nikki who leads our london studio the biggest of the other studios just said look it's good to see you back you're back there's energy around you people often say mills i miss your energy and you know what i'm proud of that i do have good energy that's what it is and that's going back to what you're scared of work look at the way it all comes together some people don't believe in in the tangential thinking that i have uh, well they probably don't sorry i believe they don't believe by the way that's just a that is, that is actually a technique i use not without knowing it and i also do believe it by the way that people doubt me and if they doubt me that uh, that sort of uh, that riles me inside and it makes me well, ironically, it either makes me do things the way I want to do them, which proves people wrong, by the way, these people do not exist, or it stops me in my tracks, which a lot of people get. I know you get that as well, because we all get it. 
And, um, you know, as I said, I haven't done... What are you scared of? I'm scared of... I'm scared of getting up on stages and talking because, you know, for me, it's a very risky strategy because I can't just get up and do a present. I'm not going to fly all the way to Brisbane and do a presentation that I've designed in my room back in London. That seems to me completely pointless. I need to, as always, take huge risks, as I did the do lectures, and just stand up and go with the feels of standing in front of thousands of people and talk. I'm not going to create a pre-presentation. I mean, I will put a few... I'll throw some leaves around so that I can kick them when I'm up on stage. Uh, that's a metaphor, by the way. I don't know what for. But I'm not going to do a... Pre- I, I don't have... Personally, I'm coming at this being me, and I need to do something different. I'm a performer. Now, I'm not a performer, by the way. Again, that's another trick I'm using. There's something I learned. Well, it's actually... Um, I learned it live, because I'm actually talking about it now, and I'm, I'm letting it out of my mind. And I'm thinking, if I tell myself I'm something, there's a, a higher chance of me actually... Um, believing it, I keep telling myself. Now this has come out. I've just realised it. Bloody how I love how thoughts come from uh, seeing other inputs, and I keep telling you this. And if you listen to every single blog, you'll know this. But if you listen to only a few here and there, you may have missed the fact that I, I know that I am created purely by the sum of all the parts of inputs that I take in. If then yesterday, last night, I was babysitting for my own kids, and. I watched the Tyson documentary because my coach Sam was kind enough to inform me. I actually looked for a long time on Amazon Prime for the Tyson Fury documentary that actually doesn't exist. It was the Mike Tyson documentary, funny enough, that I've always wanted to watch. So I started watching it and because I don't use my phone in the evenings, I was like, ah, I can actually concentrate and I did. In it, it's a powerful documentary. He's an interesting guy and it does strike me that sometimes, not always, but sometimes in probably a very small percentage of the actual time you know being brought up in a horrendous way actually leads to something better um you know you could argue that mike tyson and he does would not have been the mike tyson that he is well that he was uh if he hasn't had all the adversities that he had in his life so sometimes that's good anyway in it he talks about um you know obviously being because of unfortunately the upbringing he didn't have any confidence but he meets a trainer and he does meet a trainer and this trainer this very old trainer um who's a hugely powerful um piece in his life there's an there's a scene where he mike tyson explains how he realizes after time that this guy has been building his confidence up by telling him things as simple as telling him you're you're gonna make it you're great you're this this is very early in the development of his of his boxing skills and i suddenly thought to me fucking hell is that i mean again this is revelation time for me mills that is always based on simplicity i didn't realize it's as simple as just telling people that they're good telling people that they can achieve things telling people that you believe them is building their confidence up you are literally filling their glass up with confidence so without knowing it that's why i woke up this morning thinking to myself what am i scared of and how can i be better at getting better because it's not good enough about like i know i'm stepping into the into the fear next year by 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 accepting talking gigs where i'm able to be myself and that comes with of course a lot of fear because you always believe that any talk you do is seen by the entire world as a default obviously that's not true you get seen by the tiny minutia of people and most of them don't won't even give the slightest shit but you've got to make an impact why do a talk if you're not going to make an impact and that could be an impact of that people don't accept they think it's bad but if you haven't been you and this is what this is my exact point of when i was at the do lectures i proved to myself you can do you just step up and you be you it doesn't matter you're true to yourself so mills what are you scared of what am i scared of so i am scared 
I'm scared of standing up and talking, but I'm more scared, ironically, of not standing up and talking. And that's the, the conundrum in a lot of my life, whereby there's things I want to do so badly. Like, I would love to be a radio host of my own show, may I add. I don't want to talk about other people. Um, but that's, that, that commitment to doing something on a bigger stage also scares the shit out of me. So I've got this kind of conundrum of going, going around where the thing I want is also the thing I don't want. Now, the key thing being that I've changed what I just said, even though I haven't changed it yet. The thing I don't want is actually the thing I do want. It's not the other way around, which is what I said before. Because I do want it. So, yeah, I feel brave already. Like, taking steps towards something you think that you aren't going to do is actually a powerful thing. Yes, then the board, I was able to tell everyone that... Um, that I'd already committed to one of the things I said I would commit to next year, which was, which was six big talks. And it strikes me that doing a talk in front of a thousand people is a fairly big thing. In fact, that's going to be the craziest thing I've ever done. But that's a chance for me to live out one of my fantasies and dreams to actually be somebody. You know, my entire life has been built around this charade of expectation on myself to be essentially known, well-known, famous, let's just say. Uh, but I haven't been willing to do a lot of the things that you need to do in order to actually achieve that status. Uh, so God knows how I was ever going to get to that sort of bizarre fake dream if I didn't put the effort in. Every day I need to put the effort in from now and that's what I do do. And these last few weeks have been such a transformation for me because I do actually live out each day as if it was my last. And that brings a lot of excitement an awful lot of excitement. And what am I scared of? You know, the reason I thought that is because as I was walking over the common, it's freezing cold. It's crispy, crunch under my feet. The coffee, the brake fluid was down in me. I'd already put the drip fluid, the drip fluid. I drip, made a beautiful drip coffee this morning. The brake fluid was in me. But what I was scared of is the fact that I didn't, I was, I was worried that the high, the endorphin rush that I craved so badly that I talked about yesterday wasn't gonna come, that I wasn't gonna feel overcome with this emotion and this excitement and this and this and this feeling of of energy and this adrenaline that I kind of all together mixes with the coffee uh, into something that I've just I feel another level another world I feel like anything is possible and it excites me it drives me and it always drops eventually you always know that you have to come down from that but I'm scared that I the thing that drives me on it's wanting more and more of that. I want to make sure they get the most of that out of life that I possibly, possibly can before I die. And that's why, actually, coming back to two things, coming back to one, which is the thing I forgot to tell you at the beginning, which I just remembered, and two, is why I'm excited about the fact that I haven't drunk alcohol for a year and a half because I wasn't willing to lose those hours I was losing every day or every weekend or whatever of just being absolutely feeling like shit and hungover. It's a total waste of time. And actually, I've proved to myself, and I always believed that I could, that I can get as high not drinking as I did when I drunk. And in fact, actually, alcohol never actually gave me the same high. It gives you a different high. It gives you a, a low high. It gives you a somber high. That's not what I want. I'm craving the peaks. I want to climb Everest of highs. And I think I was saying, was reminding myself, I don't know why I was telling that story, but it is a piece in the jigsaw of, of the finished story that isn't, wasn't finished, was that Louis told me once, well, in fact, he told me last night, 
when he's explained to me what adrenaline was, because it was very kind of him to explain something I already knew, but that's why he's such a legend. And uh, he told me, about, he said, Dad, do you remember that time where we were in America? We took them around America for six weeks a few years back. And uh, him and his mum, Lise, my wife, that's what I was saying, uh, they went on a boat trip to see whales. And me and Grace were like, oh, fuck that. You never see whales. It's classic. Go on the boat, sit on a boat, feel sick, and don't see a whale. Anyway, turns out when they came back, they did see humpback whales. And uh, Lisa had never seen the experience of... Lisa had never seen a reaction to something from Louis in the way that she saw there. He said he described to his mum that his legs felt funny and he didn't feel like he could stand. And they were tingling. And he was so excited that he'd seen a humpback whale. For the first time ever, he started to feel a rush of adrenaline and endorphins and excitement in him. He's little tiny. He must be five then. How mad is that? How awesome is that? He felt that feeling. So that feeling that he felt then, I don't know how I'm going to tangent that back to what I'm talking about now, but it doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it. Believe in yourself, Mills. Bring it in. Come on. Bring it in. Bring that fish in, that whale, that humpback. Put it back in, though, because poor little humpbacks, they're probably dying. But... I'm scared of lots of things. I'm scared of, definitely I'm scared about not achieving and succeeding and not delivering. I'm scared about, why am I? I'm not actually fearful of much, but I do know that I'm, I'm fearful of not living out my every day. And I have been living out my every day. And I'm actually very conscious of living in my everyday. I'm, I am no longer in a state of just moving down the escalator of life. I'm really aware. And for me, that manifests itself in very simple, but very tangible ways dancing just moving my body a lot that's why i go to f45 breaking out getting the body moving being aware of that a body's actually there off you can actually augment them to to actually really to improve the circulation of endorphins that's what i want to do why would you not want to live like that so next year i'm scared as i said of not I'm scared of, of not proving to myself that i can do the things i want to do and next year i'm going to put myself in really hard positions damn I say damn damn because I can't actually what's the time oh my god the damn is that I'm going to be late again classic actually I'm not going to be late so I've got five minutes to get there which is taste five and I've got five minutes when they start to tell me about what I've got to do then I'm doing it and I, you know what I'm also going to I don't know I'm not scared of anything I'm just scared of I'm not scared of anything, just, yeah. The only thing I'm scared of is not being myself, is not continuing the journey towards understanding who I am. And as I shouldn't be scared of that because I'm doing it. I do not know if any of what I've said today helped you understand anything, but I guess what I'm just trying to say is, come on, let's do this, let's take things on, it is hard. At the end of the day, just do those things that you, that you really wanna do, you gotta do it, you gotta, we've got one life. Every day I wanna extract, I'm wringing out my body for as much endorphin as I can, tweaking. Anything I can do to to keep that high going. Anything I can. See you later. Bye.